Welcome to another edition of The Real Man Show. And this is your one of your hosts, actually, Rob McIntyre with... This is Jason Gray. <laughs> Jason, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I think earlier you were saying that I was suave and... Debonair? Debonair? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I like indeed. that. What is it? Is it the, the coat? No, it's kind of the, the greasy look you got in your oh. hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Suave, there, yeah, that's right. That's okay. right. All right. Well, hey, we got a special guest here today. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce okay. Mike? Well, we'd like to welcome Mike Janung of BlazingGrace.org. Hello, hey guys. Mike. Say hello to the fans. Hey, Mike. How you hello, doing? fans, all one of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there's more than one. Yeah, my mom listens in two now. So you know, it's your does. mom, my mom. Yeah. So I think we got at least two. That's right. Yeah. And my and then, dad, he's not alive, but if he could listen, he would be. And then, of course, you know, our producer, Sean Martinez, he has to listen That's in. That's right. So, That's right. Okay. So we got three. That's right. <laughs> well, well, Mike, you've got some interesting things going on. Um BlazingGrace.org, uh, you are combating pornography addiction in the country, and I'd like to just have you tell the audience a little bit about what's going on, not only with your website and what you're doing locally and here in town to promote that, but also your vision for the rest of the country. Well, the ministry comprises uh, two parts. One is a ministry to the individual, the individuals who struggle with sex addiction, uh, the website offers information, resources, and direction for men and men who struggle, and uh, it also provides resources for churches and how they can deal with the problem of sex addiction. <clears throat> Locally, uh, we run strength in numbers groups, and that's a support group for men who struggle with sex addiction or porn addiction, and it's a Christ and grace-centered support group. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a 12-step group with the focus being to point men to, uh, to God's grace. Right. And then the second part of the ministry involves uh, informing and equipping the churches. Uh, the informing part, most churches aren't, a lot of churches aren't going to be avail- uh, aware that half the men in the church, from what all the statistics are showing, have an issue or have a struggle with lust. Mm-hmm. Half. So, 50%, huh? 50%. Wow. So what... First thing we have to do is make them aware that there's a large chunk of men in their congregations that have this struggle and that pornography, more than that, pornography is not just uh, a problem with pictures in one man by himself, but it destroys marriages and it wipes out families. It takes men and turns them into a uh, basically a hollow shell, it mm-hmm. wipes out their character, it destroys their relationship with God. And uh, it really rips apart a woman's self-esteem. Uh, it's not uncommon for me to hear stories of a wife walking into her husband while he's sitting there masturbating with pornography. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is something that has devastating impact on families and ultimately it can rip apart a church. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the information part, making people aware of the numbers are high and how devastating it can be. And and then the equipping part is to, on the website, we offer things that um, churches can say, uh, strategies. The main thing is that we need to get our pastors and people up in front of all the congregation providing clear answers mm-hmm. for how, first, that everybody, many people have the struggle because when a guy is sitting there in the congregation uh, thinking he's the only one with the struggle, then he thinks, well, I'm just a... I'm the only one, so I'm a Christian pervert. I can't, right. I dare not tell anybody right. about this problem. Right. 
You know, it's it's interesting because uh, in our our culture today, outside of the church, it's real common to even talk about masturbation and pornography as if it's just the normal form of living. But within the church, it's still today one of those things where we, we it's like a taboo to even talk about it. It's a taboo for even the ministers to even admit. And the, the stats are high amongst the clergy as well, correct? Absolutely. What What, what is it? Well, RickWarrensPastors.com website did a survey, and they asked some 1,100 pastors, when's the last time they viewed porn? If I remember right, about 60% of them have viewed porn within the past year. That was in a 2002 survey. Right. Wow. Right. Yeah, and, and I mean, unfortunately, uh, Jason and I are, are too aware of the statistics and the mm-hmm. numbers because this is the, you know, basically the uh, the primary type of people that we deal with who struggle with sex addiction, but... It's just amazing to underscore these numbers. I mean, 50% of the men in church, uh, you know, it, it does explain why the Church of Christ seems to be kind of still paralyzed in its mission. Mm-hmm. And wh- what is you, what are you seeing besides masturbation and pornography in terms of sex addiction, Mike? I mean, what other things can this lead to, as simple as this may seem, and what, why is this so harmful? Well, addressing the other things question, I started the website this year, and the thing that's really surprised me is the number of men who've come out who are struggling with gay porn and homosexual issues. I mean, just breaching the subject of pornography is one thing, but I think the homosexual issue is so politically charged that it's easy to get off and forget that there's a lot of men who want to know how to deal with that struggle, but they feel so ashamed or that they're on the wrong end of that uh, that argument that's become so politically charged that they dare not step out and say, I need help, because if they do, they could get branded a, a sinner or mm-hmm. or ostracized or right. put down. Right. Yeah, I can relate with that. I mean, when I talked about my own same-sex attractions to my church, you know, it wasn't even something that I was acting on, yet they asked, they asked me to step down and I'll tell you what, talk about feeling alienated, talk about not wanting to share about that anymore. So instead of now, I just share on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and then you, you and, and I'm being, but even for a guy like me who's just had, uh, you know, opposite sex attraction and, and multiple affairs. And when I was in the church and I was ostracized just as having a red A painted on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, so. It, it it there is degrees of ostracization, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that a word ostracization? You know, I think it is because it's actually a, a word in a chapter of my book, ostracization. And I just uh, no, I, I just didn't. looked it up yesterday. As a matter of fact, so yeah. is it's an ostrich that becomes ostracized, <laughs> okay. and then it's a process called ostracization. Oh, that's getting yeah. foul, guys. Okay, <laughs> let's, get, let's get back to the topic okay. again. Yeah, this conversation is growing right. wings. I as know. We speak. Sorry. Okay. Well, it's a touchy issue. So <laughs> right, right. So, okay, so you know, you're seeing everything from just masturbation, pornography, adultery, people with same-sex attractions that are dealing with these things and coming to your, your website for help. And, of course, if you're dealing with any of these things in the listenership out there, we'd love to <laughs> encourage you to visit Mike's website. It's a great resource. And in fact, I want to have you talk about some of those uh, specific resources in depth a little bit more in terms of like your forum and whatnot. But that's blazinggrace.org blazinggrace.org. So Mike, tell us a little bit more about the site. Well, the uh the main purpose in the end is to get to point people to accepting Christ's love. Mm-hmm. And grace is the answer when if 
if someone was to come to you and say, what is the answer to sex addiction? Um, I think in the church we hear there's a lot of, there's quiet and sometimes there's, well, we need to go read the Bible or go read a book or mm. find a resource or, or work a program or accountability. But things like accountability and, and dealing with stomach blocks, those type of issues, those are the beginning of the process. And eventually what we have to do is come to the place where we find the love and acceptance we were looking for in lust. Mm-hmm. And that comes only from one place, and that comes from the living God and Him doing an incredible work in the heart. Mm-hmm. So in the website, we begin with the basics, which is accountability. Isolation is death when it comes to the battle right. with lust. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody can fight or win this with willpower or on their own. Right. So we have to reach out to other men, and we have to be accountable and transparent on a consistent basis that just that's not a one-time shot thing where um we we mess up and we go and confess and go on our way and then we just go back again when we mess up we need to have other guys we need to be plugged in often we need other men to encourage us sharpen us cut loose with like you guys yeah. are doing with ostracization <laughs> and <laughs> well yeah sorry <laughs> well you know and actually i was just talking to a group of guys last night about that and uh i just told them i said you know i don't think even if you are struggling and even if you're not struggling with this issue you need to be part of a men's group i i don't see in the bible or in our society why a man should not be part of any kind of group whether it's a bible study whether it's a golfing buddy whether it's a relationship we as men have not done well with the depth of the, our relationships in the church and accountability so mm-hmm. i yeah. totally i totally agree and i think that it, it is the isolation that really puts us at a dangerous place mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a time where you can put the competitiveness uh, aside you can put shame aside and we are created in the image of God. Right. So we are relational beings, whether you're a man or you're a woman. And, you know, you've heard the saying, no man is an island. And, you know, right. we, we in, our, in, our, uh, in our stuff, we like to hide in it. We like to hide it. And, you know, I, I can relate with this because when, when we first started um, looking at these things as a church, when I was back in Evanston, we actually started three freedom groups. But yet in my pride and arrogance, I thought, well, I'm a therapist, so I don't really need to go to one of these groups because <laughs> right. I can fix myself. Right. Um, so instead, I'll just sit on the lofty perch and or- organize them and teach them and observe them and oversee it. So as a result, you know, I had a little bit of success white knuckling it. Right. But really the porn addiction came back because I wasn't working in a kind of a program and I wasn't accountable to anybody. And there's a, there's a myth out there that says that you can be accountable to yourself Oh, and it's yeah. it's really a trap, isn't it, Mike? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. just to give you a little mutual of Omaha Wild Kingdom snippet, uh, uh, you know, when you when you see, I know, I'm sorry, I'm going <laughs> off again, guys, but but when you know, you see, remember uh, what was the guy? Uh, oh, whatever his oh, name yeah. was. Yeah, the old Lauren guy. Green. <laughs> no, not Lauren Green. No? That's that's High Chaparral or something like that. Oh, okay. But anyways, when the uh, lion was to go out and kill an animal, what would he do? He'd look for the weak, the sick the young and the isolated, the ones that couldn't keep up with the pack. Mm-hmm. And it's no different. I mean, if you're going, if you're isolated, if you're out on the sidelines, there's a great chance that you're going to be taken out by the mm-hmm. enemy. So it's just a little picture there. Okay, guys. Back yeah, to absolutely. This. Absolutely. And hey, and just to build on that, you know, um, with this whole lion analogy, it can be scary for guys to get close to one another. And it can be very intimidating because you think you may not going to, you're not going to match up. You're not going to, you know, uh, 
measure up. And But really, with the way that lions hunt is that they take the oldest lion, whose voice by then is, you know, loud and, you know, scratchy. And, yeah. <laughs> and they, you know, but of course he's too feeble to hunt. They put him at the end of the f- field and all the the young hunters go to the other side of the field. And drive them. And then when the antelope come in between them, the old lion roars really loud and scares the antelope the other way to their to their death. Hmm. So really, if we just learn to run towards the roar, we would find safety. Oh, so in other words, we have to do it afraid as men a bit and link arms that way. There is a risk. There is a risk, but it's men like, I think, Mike, that are not only taking the risk with other men like us, Rob, but I want to hear more about your national vision and what you're really looking to do with your website and if you've ever seen those struggling with porn billboards around town here in yeah. Colorado Springs, that's our friend Mike here. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about your vision with that. Well, the vision is that many churches across the country would talk clearly about the problem of sexual sin in the church. And uh, Jesus challenges to do that in Revelations. And he challenged, I think it was two or three churches on dealing with need to deal with sexual immorality, even though they had done a number of things right, um, this hidden or unspoken issue in the church had to be dealt with. And so my vision is that churches across the nation would speak clearly about this. They would come to the terms with, hey, we have a large chunk of the men in our congregations struggling with this issue, and we need to do something effective about it. Mm -hmm. And then the other side of that vision is that many churches across the nation would set up Freedom groups, right. strength in number groups, give, set up lighthouses across the nation, give many men a safe place to go so they can, like we were just talking about, be honest and take the mask off like you guys have talked about and and find help. Mm-hmm. So if you're tuning in today, you're listening to The Real Man Show, Jason Graves, Rob McIntyre, and 1460 News Talk Radio. That's right. And if you'd like to uh, find out more about our guest, Mike Janung, go to his website. That's blazinggrace.org. By the way, ladies, let me give you a little tip. Grab a piece of paper and a pen, because if you want to know whether your husband is struggling with pornography or not... I knew this was coming. I knew you were going to do this, Jason. This is good. Go online, bring up your Internet Explorer browser, and click the History button up at the top. And then click on the days or whatever option it gives you over on the left. And just look for the websites. And if he's distant from you, if he's having private time alone or he's being secretive about his time, or even if he's got his computer monitor turned away from the door so that you can't see it when you walk into his office, these are all signs that there may be a problem. And you, as his wife, can sometimes be the first line of defense about this and that you can be the person that can bring him to get him the help that that he needs. Mm -hmm. But men, you can do this yourselves. Uh, Rob is a counselor in the area. I'm a counselor in the area. Uh, you can call Rob. Give yep. me your number, Rob. Yeah, sure. 593-1163. That's locally. And you can reach me at Healing for the Soul at 590-SOUL. That's 590-SOUL. And, of course, uh, you know, there's a way out as Rob and I are living. Absolutely. Um, and, Mike, you yourself have been through this. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your history with sexual addiction? Well, uh, for me, it started out with... Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and uh, from there it moved up to Playboy and Penthouse and pornography and masturbation and self-sex and mm-hmm. uh, binging almost daily with all that stuff. And 
From there, I went to promiscuity and sex with prostitutes, uh, committed adultery as a single man, and broke up with the family. I was ended up living with a married woman who had three kids, mm-hmm. and uh, my life was just out of control with it. Mm-hmm. And then I felt the Lord calling me out of that mess in 1986, and I was able to walk away from, I was involved with drugs and alcohol and the party life and all that, and and uh, walked away from the wrong girlfriends and the prostitutes and that, but I just couldn't walk away from porn mm-hmm. or masturbation. But I, nobody was talking about the church. Right. So, you know, who am I going to go to? Right. I figured I was, quote unquote, the only one. And then, so I would continue to travel on business trips and binge on hotel porn, mm-hmm. feel rotten, come back, and uh, just try and deal with it, white knuckle it, pray it away, and none of that worked. Mm-hmm. Got married, and like most... Single man, I thought having moral sex was going to clean me up. Well, right. truth is that marriage intensifies the battle with lust. It doesn't make it easier. It, in some ways, it makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Putting two people, two broken people together who were raised in different homes, uh, that's a stressful situation in itself. And that stress uh, forces the man to, to go back to his coping mechanisms, which, if it's pornography, he's going to charge right back into that full force. Right. So that I did that, and I ended up committing adultery on my wife with a prostitute in 1991. Mm-hmm. Blew our marriage apart, and uh, then I started, I knew I couldn't do this on my own again, and started getting into uh, support groups. And uh, can, I actually had been in counseling for quite a number of years, and I had issues with my mom with sexual abuse. Some of those roots had to be dealt with. I had father wound issues I had mm-hmm. to deal with. But um, to make a long story short, in the summer of 99, I was reading through God's Word and reading about grace. And the more I read about grace, the more depressed I got. Mm-hmm. I just asked God, why is it I read about grace? I get depressed. <laughs> and the words came right back, because you don't believe it. And what he showed me in those words was that he had been saying, I love you all of my life. Mm-hmm. But the lie I'd bought into was that I was a piece of junk. I couldn't be loved as I was. People would use me and violate me like what happened when sexual abuse mm-hmm. growing up. And so receiving God's grace, receiving love was next to impossible. And when he spoke those words, it just changed, turned a valve in my heart and the love and the joy I've been looking for flooded my heart and changed my life and mm-hmm. wow. broke the pull of sex, sex addiction and lust on me. And it's been a great ride ever since, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I just say something, too? And I really just want to really speak to the heart of the men, because your story is just all too common. I mean, I know Jason and I hear this day in and day out. Mm-hmm. But if you're out there right now and you are struggling with this thing, and I remember the throes of the up and the down and, and just the struggle of this thing and trying to go to church and trying to be a godly man, trying to get into God's Word and to do all this stuff. But if you're out there struggling, please give us a call, because I can tell you personally with over four and a half years of sobriety, that there is hope, that there is freedom. And you can begin to feel like this this warrior. You can begin to feel like a man of God, not because of what I do, but it's because of what God has done. Mm -hmm. And it's through the process of being free in sobriety. And I just really want the men out there who are hurting, because this is the issue, hurting and isolated, that they could give Jason, you or I, a call or go to Mike's uh, website but you can be free. You sure. can be free from this addiction. Speaking of website, I mean, if it's uh, too tough to call you, it's too uncomfortable, you can email us at therealmanshow at hotmail.com. Or why don't you give out your website, uh, Rob? Yeah, it's freedom to live counseling. 
uh, .org. Or you can visit me on the web at healingforthesoul.org. So lots of resources for you, but the, the thing is, is you need to take the first step. And uh, we had to take it, yep. and it, it's something that you have to do for yourself if you want to get better. But, um, you know, I'm just wondering, uh, um, we, we've covered a lot of ground today, and where do you see, what do you see God doing really to, with our country when it comes to, why is he dealing with this? Why now? Why, why sex addiction? Well, actually, when I played some radio ads a few weeks ago and in, in talking with and watching the station manager, one of the comments they made is, is it's one of the most profound spiritual issues of our day. Mm-hmm. And the reason is that it has the power to, re- to literally wipe out, hollow out the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it, we have to deal with it mm-hmm. if we want it to be the salt and light that Christ has called it to be. Mm-hmm. And when you say, because you look at the uh, the scriptural context of this historically, is it's it's a form of idolatry, and it's a form of worship, and anything that is not worshiping God, and you're worshiping either money or right, sex, right. which is our country's biggest issue. Yeah, and if you look in Leviticus, as a matter of fact, when God talks about the nation being defiled over and over again, he judges the level of defilement of a people based yeah. on their sexuality. Right. And guess what, guys? It's not the female sexuality. <laughs> right, it's, the it's the male sexuality. So we're re- really responsible. But yet, Mike, this isn't just a spiritual issue. And I think why a lot of us don't get help, or when we do get help, it doesn't work for us, is because it's not just something we can pray about and then it goes away. Right. It's not just something that after we act out, we can say, okay, that's the last time you know, God, take this away from me. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times really, guys, in, in this room have we asked God Millions. to press that magic button <laughs> in the sky that would end this problem for us once and for all, but it doesn't work that way. Right. And that's because, Rob, talk a little bit about the uh, the triuneness of our of our being. Sure, the spirit, body, and soul, yeah. Spirit, body, and soul in Thessalonians, it talks about that, that we are three-dimensional. And, I, and I've, I've referred this to the three stomachs, you know, that we've got a physical stomach, we've got an emotional stomach, and a spiritual stomach. And a lot of times we learn how to eat physically, but we don't know how to feed ourselves emotionally and spiritually. And that's really where the emptiness comes from. And so something as tantalizing as pornography or even just promiscuity Mm -hmm. is very satisfying to the soul temporary. It's like eating junk food. Right. But what it does is it does exactly what junk food does. It has no nutritional value, no long-term value. So you can't function off of it, mostly from a spiritual manner. Right. And, you know, if you've ever seen the movie... Uh, what was the one with the guy? Super size McDon- yeah, yeah. Super size me. <laughs> oh, man. Right. You know, you're, you, if you put spiritual junk food in your spirit, you're going to get spiritually fat. Your arteries are going to get hardened and your doctors are going to say you're dying. Yep. So it's, it's really a spiritual death that takes place. But Mike, uh, you know, we've got just a few minutes here. So as we, as we wrap up, I just want to invite, um, the listeners to not only contact us if you have a problem and a need, but you know, we're making some changes with the show and yeah. going in some new directions, and we'd like to get your feedback on the show. So please uh, call us or email us at uh, therealmanshow at hotmail.com. Once again, if you do need uh, counseling or any kind of support, you can call Rob at 593-1163. Or call me, Jason, at 590-7685. But Mike, uh, any final comments? If you're suffering today, don't let your pride keep you away. Mm-hmm. Um this past Monday at our group, one of the guys who walked in said that coming into this room, there, there is no more pride. And um, right. 
and the trade-off is much better than than anything our male mm. ego can can provide yeah. coming closer to god i mean that's what we all want we're all hungry and thirsty for god yeah and you know i i think of the the metaphor is that uh you know it's it's better to have elective surgery than trauma surgery right because when you're having trauma surgery there's there's the all bets are off a lot of times we really don't know if we can save you or save your marriage right. but if you make a choice today there's a greater chance that we can save the relationships and mm-hmm. in, in yourself as far as the the depth and the great consequences that can come from this right mm-hmm. and a lot of times i hear guys saying well if my wife finds out about this yeah. i'm toast or you know she found out a little but she doesn't know everything i don't want to tell her everything well, listen, you know, a judge is always more fair to those who come forward yeah. and say what they did and confess than the one who has to be prosecuted and, you know, lots of money spent on and has to be dragged to the confessional. So we want to encourage you to get the help you need. Yeah, time is so, short. Time, time is short. short. So, Mike, thank you for being on, my Thanks, friend. Mike. I have, a, I have a, a, a feeling we may be hearing from you again. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But let's thank our sponsors. Um, we'd love to thank affordableconferencing.com easy affordable conference calling and red nolan collision center where they say we will make your car new again a home for everything organizing services turning chaos into order for your home or business yes and the cooper team local remax realtors where pride begins at home and of course land rover colorado springs located on the hillside in motor city and handprints early education centers reaching the world through the heart of a child we love our sponsors, Rob, don't we? <laughs> it's, um, it's great yes, to have do. you listening in. And, uh, of course, tune us in next week at 2 o'clock on KZNT News Talk 1460. And uh, we, we are thankful for you, and we're excited to be doing this show. Have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye. All right.